All right. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday morning. How we doing? You guys give me a thumbs up if you can hear me okay. All right. I see some teams of people. Good to see everybody in the in there. It's Monday morning. Welcome to our four-week series um, on activation of Prey Drive. I'm really, really excited uh, to work with you over the next four weeks. And this is going to be, uh, A, it's going to get you going, man. It's really, really going to get you going. It's going to get you motivated. How many people saw me speak in Orlando just a few weeks ago? Raise your hand, please. Okay, good. Good. Good to see everybody. All right, let's go over a few ground rules before we get started. Mark Schaefer is on my team. Mark, if you'll raise your hand, please. Okay, there's Mark Schaefer on my team. If you need anything during this four-week cycle. That means he can hear us. Okay, can't find your Zoom link. Okay, woke up and uh, I'm going to mute everybody here. Can't find your Zoom link. Uh, your dog's sick this morning. <laughs> your kid don't want to go to school. Whatever you need from us then just email mark at coachbert.com, M-A-R-K at coachbert.com, okay? We will be sending out the replays of each of these sessions. I encourage you to go back and watch these uh, again and again. Mark just posted his phone number in there if you need him for anything. Uh, after we get through the first week, People can still add. So even if they miss the first week, they can come back and get week two, three, and four. Every week I have a different concept and I will be breaking down. Uh, I will be breaking down four big concepts starting with today on really how do you go pro? Okay. How do you go pro? Uh, I will be calling on some people throughout the presentation. So if you, uh, you know, if you're, if you're open to it, when I ask questions, just engage with me. Keep your cameras on. I love seeing them smiling faces, folks. Okay. I'm actually here in Nashville today working with uh, a real estate couple um, that was the number one producing real estate couple in Texas, out of Houston, Texas, that outproduced everybody who came in to spend two days with me. So I've actually been working with them on how to find, package, and market their unique methodology to the world and to show them how they can coach people at a very high level as well as they build out their team. So if anybody doesn't have any questions, we're going to get this party started. Fair enough? All right, let's get going. All right, I'm going to give you a little bit of background, and then we're going to get right into our subject today, which is how to go pro. Okay, I spent a decade of my life, really 13 years, as a high school girls basketball coach. All right. And moms and dads would bring their kids to me and they all said the same thing. Coach, my daughter has a lot of potential. OK, every now and then they said attitude. <laughs> every now and then they said issues. And every now and then they said drama. Raise your hand if you got some kids that's got one of those three things. Attitude, drama, or issues. All right, good. So we're all in the same boat. And I have a 10 year old guys that's going on 25 years old. OK, so I certainly understand. And so they would say my daughter has a lot of potential. She just needs something. And they would say she needs discipline, which is a derivative of the word disciple, which means to give yourself to a person or cause you believe in. They would say she needs accountability. She needs structure. She needs motivation, which means to move. They would say she needs uh, confidence, which is one of the number one things I'm going to try to give you over the next four weeks. Confidence is the memory of success. 
It is an internal knowing that you can create or manifest no matter what the market does. See, your confidence is not predicated by anything external from you. Once you take your confidence and give it up to anything external from you, you have now placed your destiny in somebody else's hands. And that destiny is now in danger, in my opinion. So one of the number one things salespeople have to understand is my confidence is not predicated by whether people like me, don't like me, take action, don't take action. My confidence is predicated on me showing up and doing the best I can. And some people will like it and some people won't like it. So one of the first things I teach people, especially in sales, is there is no such thing as rejection. Some people will buy. Some people won't buy. Sometimes you'll do the very best job you've ever done in your life and people still won't do anything. Can I get an amen on that? Okay. Now, you, for those of you who saw me a few weeks ago in Orlando, could I have hit that message better? Maybe. How much better could I have hit it? You know, the, the question is, at the end of the day, some people still didn't purchase it. Everybody see that? So, so at the end of the day, my confidence can't be predicated on an external factor like the environment or the economy or who the president is or who's doing what or what another person does. My confidence is predicated on what I think about me because confidence is the memory of success. It is built through repetition. It is built through role play. It is built through simulation. It is built through practicing and, and doing it over and over and over until it becomes what we call it in the sports world, muscle memory. And it's so automatic. Like I prospect every day, 35 to 45 touches a day. It's automatic to me. It's automatic to me. It's muscle memory. But we're going to show you how the pros prospect different than the amateurs because I actually sit down and map out everybody I'm going to prospect the night before. I don't come into the day and go, okay, who am I going to call today to help today? I start off with a help list of who all can I help? Who are my key strategic partners? And we're going to give names to those people over the next four weeks. But I sit down and do that the night before, because when I get into work the next day, I don't have time to think. Thinking is actually a liability when I get into the workday. When I get into the workday, it's muscle memory. It's automatic. I know who I'm prospecting. I know who I'm following up on. I know who I'm trying to engage with. I know who I'm trying to put together a partnership with. See, that's already been decided the night before. Okay, I don't wait to get to work to figure that out. See, that's a pro habit. I sit down the night before and I write out, and I'll actually show you today how to write things up in present tense, positive language, precise language. So when you're telling your brain at night, this is what's about to happen. Okay, tomorrow I'm going to go out and produce this. And the brain doesn't move until you tell it to. So from, from 19 years old to 31 years old, all I did was coach young people. And what I really figured out was what they needed. And they needed confidence. And they needed uh, grit and resilience. And they needed um, connection skills. And they needed ability to lock in. And they needed uh, intrinsic motivation, right? And then when I retired from that, or when I started writing books, I noticed that real estate agents needed all these things. They needed grit and resilience. They needed intrinsic motivation. They needed the ability to bounce, uh, bounce back. They need the ability to lock in and see something through to its conclusion. And they need great con connection skills. We're actually going to cover those habits in session three called the habits of the top 1% of performers. Okay. The habits of the top 1% of performers. Okay. So today we're going to talk about going pro and leaving our amateur desires behind. Now, I had a famous bodybuilder 
come to work for me for 90 days. And I asked him what the number one thing he learned from me after working with me for 90 days is. And here's what he said, uh, Aaron. Aaron, he said, I thought I worked hard until I worked with you. I thought I was working hard. I thought I had a work ethic. I thought I had a discipline until I spent 90 days with you. And he said, the amount of, e- the amount of outbound effort you push, the follow-up, the relentlessness, the, 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 the discipline, the focus on creating new customers. He said, that was something that I was missing. Okay. Cause I was working on my own. I didn't have anybody holding me accountable. And, and I really needed somebody stimulating me because left to my own devices, I contracted to places of comfort. Did everybody hear that left to our own devices. We contract to a place of comfort. Okay. When we're low on confidence, we go back to old habits in new ways. It's that simple. Okay. So, so I said, man, what you got to do is you got to, you got to develop these pro habits and pros work hard when nobody's watching. Pros have a system they follow. Pros do the things other people don't want to do. Pros make the calls, do the follow up because there's something they want. There, there's something they want. And if you don't want something, then you don't have any prey drive, right? This is a series on prey drive. Prey drive, the definition of prey drive is an instinctual ability inside a human to pursue something with a persistence and an intensity. It is an instinct inside of you to pursue something with a persistence and intensity. So we got a lot of real estate people on here. I want you to write these stats down. And we have some people on here, we've got a few financial folks. I want you to write, write these stats down because we do have a lot of real estate agents. Okay. Number one, the average person is going to buy four to seven homes in their lifetime. Four to seven homes in their lifetime. Each of those people, if it's a good, positive, upbeat, transformational process, should send 5.7 referrals over the lifetime of the consumer. Okay. Many times it takes seven to 15 touches, 80% of the time to convert a person who is interested in something to a person who is taking action on something. Okay. 67% of people use the very first person that contacts them. They don't use the best one. They don't use the most experienced one. They don't use the best looking one. They use the first one. (laughs) Okay, which is why this is a full contact sport. This is why the more hands you shake, the more money you make. The more contacts you have, the more contracts you have. It's because people don't use the best one. They use the first one. The first one they think of. Okay. Now, the more sophisticated a buyer or seller becomes, i.e., the more money they make, the more sophisticated they are in their real estate dealings, then guess what they start doing? They they still sometimes use a good friend over the best, but many times they start asking a different question, especially if they enter a new market. If they enter a new market, they say, who's the best? And they ask, who is the best negotiator? Who has the most contacts? Who can find a property off market? Who can solve my problem of selling this house faster than anybody else? See, then they start getting into specialty. 
So I want you to, to tell part of going pro, what we're talking about today is seeing yourself as a Navy SEAL, not a baby SEAL. <laughs> okay. You have a very specialized skill set. Okay. Now I've coached Navy SEALs, Green Berets, Special Forces. They all have very specialized training and they all have very specialized skill. If you want to make general money, just have a general skill set. Okay. Now I'm working with a real estate couple here from Houston and the husband worked at NASA. Listen to this combination. The husband is a former NASA engineer and the wife is a stone cold killing machine. She's routinely doing over a hundred transactions a year by herself with no team. And her husband who helps her run the business is a former NASA engineer. It's one of the most profitable real estate businesses I have ever seen because he, it, his strategy, he's like a chess player. He's working the system. He's watching the pro, uh, uh, profit and loss statement. He, right? So where most teams say, I'm not that profitable. The reason they're very profitable because she's a machine selling real estate. She's teaching her agents how to sell real estate. She is an expert at the business of real estate. He is an expert at numbers, engineering, Profit and loss. He's a tactician. So it only took me one hour of coaching them to figure out why they're so profitable. Okay. Because they have this incredible team. Okay. Now, when you think about you and your primary skill set, if I ask you today, look, I got a million dollars in my pocket. I'm going to come to your, your market. I want to buy some real estate. Okay. And that real estate is going to buy me up to $7 million of real estate. Why should I hire you? Why should I, why should I, out of all the people I could choose, why should I choose you? And I want you to be able to say, based on my unique past and my unique experiences, I'm really a specialist at X and I help people do Y. See, part of going pro in life is making a decision that I'm not a generalist. I'm a specialist. And I have a very specialized skill and money changes hands when problems are solved. And the only reason a person is going to come to me is because they got a problem. They want to buy something or they want to sell something. And the reason they want to buy something or sell something is because they have a problem. Right. So if I ask you today, what are you a specialist at? Could you tell me? Because the specialists make the most money. Let me give you some examples. I'm a specialist at marketing. I'm a specialist at packaging ideas. I'm a specialist at regulating emotions. I'm a specialist at negotiating. I'm a specialist at building deep networks of people. I'm a specialist at connection. See, notice I didn't say selling real estate, helping people buy real estate. The reason you go to a certain person. Now, I'm in a condo unit that has 45 floors on it here. I'm up on the 40th floor. And I wanted to purchase a, a condo uh, unit here versus rent because my landlord started going crazy. You know what I'm talking about? You guys ever had somebody go crazy on you? And every time I go back, he's like, I'm going to raise the rents to this. And that's, I want to buy this. I want to buy this unit. And uh, the unit appraised at 1.65 million. He said he wouldn't sell it for anything less than 2.6 million. And that's when I told him he was crazy. Okay. And so, so I went, I said, so here's the question I asked. I said, who's a real estate agent? who 100% knows this building better than anybody. 
And I went back and found the person who sold every unit when they first built the place. And here's what she said. I know every single owner in that building. I said, this is what I'm looking for. Corner unit, front facing to Broadway because I'm living in Nashville. I want as close as you can get to the unit I'm in. And here's what I'm willing to spend on that unit. Okay. She said, done. She said, give me about a week and I will personally talk to every owner on that side and see who I can't listen to what I'm about to say, convince to sell their unit to you. Everybody hear that? Let me talk. She said, I know that building inside and out. I know exactly how much square footage it is. I know exactly how much every one of those units are worth. Let me go to work on your behalf to find the person who I can convince that this is a good deal for them and a good deal for you, coach. See, she's earning a commission. Would everybody agree? She's initiating. Guess who she, guess who I, how I found her? She was the seller's agent. So the seller told me, I want to use an agent, but I don't want you to use an agent. <laughs> I thought, okay, this is, fun. this is interesting, uh, but okay. Hey man, I've negotiated a bunch of deals. Let's, let's go for it. So this young lady is negotiating for him and she listens to me. And, uh, you know, I said, man, here's my problem. I'm not going to pay that amount of money for that unit. Okay. No matter how much, no matter how much he loves it, no matter how much I love it, it's absurd to pay a million dollars over comps and a million dollars over for this. Okay. So it appears to me he doesn't want to sell the unit. Here's what she said to me with your permission, would you like for me to go find what you're looking for, coach? With your permission. Okay. And I was so impressed with how she handled the negotiating. I'm like, yes, you do have my permission to go find this. Amateurs listen to their feelings. Professionals do not listen to their feelings. Okay, so write this down. Money changes hands when problems are solved. The bigger the problem, the more money people pay to solve that problem. In the old days, whether you're a financial advisor or a real estate agent, you sit and you wait on somebody to have a problem and for them to call you. Those days are over. For right now, would you agree? Now we got to go out looking for problems, listening for problems, engaging with people. So I go back to the basics of selling. When does money exchange hands? When I solve a problem for another person, when I locate their ambition. And as long as people have problems and as long as they have ambitions, they will always be ways to make money. But you have to locate their problems. And the only way to locate their problems is to pursue relationship with people. And okay, so I'm going to give you the four steps I do when I'm pursuing relationship with people. Number one, I initiate. This is prey drive, instinct to pursue. I initiate a conversation with people. Okay. I'm sitting at home one night and I got this lodge in Tennessee. I hope some of you guys come to it at some point. Aaron's been there. Eric Tibbs has been there. Kelly Eisler on my team here has been there. Got this beautiful 8,000 square foot lodge that I purchased to do my coaching events at. And I love it. It's 15 minutes from my house and I can go home at night and see my three babies. And, um, and uh, one night I get a text message from a real estate agent. This is initiating. This is step one. This is a four step to the sale. Number one, he, he texts me, coach, what are your real estate goals for this year? What are your real estate goals for this year? I said, man, I'm trying to expand this lodge, trying to put tiny houses 
own it, own it. I'm trying to make it more marketable, trying to make it more of a resort. That's one of my goals. Here, here, this is not my real estate agent. This is another guy who follows me out there. He said, man, with your permission, can I, can I go to work on your behalf to help you with this? I'd like to go ahead and order the soil sites to see if it perks. I'd like to show you some time, some bardominiums. I'd like to talk to some, to some people who do tiny houses to find the best deals for you. With your permission, coach, I'd like to go to work on helping you solve this problem. Now, I took that text message and I sent it to my real estate agent who represents me. And I said, this is what you should be doing. <laughs> he ain't even my agent. Look at what he's doing. He's creating a sale for himself by initiating. Everybody see that? See, so what if he goes and works out a deal with a builder to build 10 tiny homes and the tiny homes is 80,000 a piece and the 80,000 times 10 is 800,000. What if he negotiates that whole deal? What if he gets paid all by asking me a simple question? What are your real estate goals this year? What are you trying to do? See, Joe and Lori, one of the number one things I do when I'm when I'm selling is I ask simple questions. What are you trying to do? Man, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to get rid of this and buy this. I'm trying to do, right? People don't ask this question, but number one, he initiated. So I initiate a lot, which is outbound effort. Outbound effort. This is a full contact sport. You should be talking to as many people as you can a day. I talk to 35 to 45 per day. I do a morning video every day. And you can watch those morning videos on my Facebook channel. Now, guess what, Jesse and team? I very seldom feel like doing those videos. <laughs> I don't ever feel like doing the videos. If you watch me in the morning, say, man, he's upbeat, he's positive. You know why? Because I'm having to tell my brain, be positive right now. Be upbeat right now. See, when I'm doing the videos, you think I'm doing them for you, but I'm not. I'm actually doing them for me. I'm actually telling myself, this is what I need to be doing today, guys. I'm going to have a good attitude. Attitude's a posture of the body represented by physical state. And when I do those videos, it commits me to getting into movement in the morning. So I do a morning video almost every morning. And everywhere I go, people say, man, I watch your morning videos every day. Thank you so much for bringing those videos to us. Everybody see that? That's purpose. That's exchange. So I initiate a lot. So I just pick up the phone and text people. Hey, man, had a thought. I want you to think about this. Man, what are you trying to do right now? Would you like my help with this? I do a lot of outbound initiating. Okay. I look for any reason to get in front of people that I can get. Like I'm doing a, a, a eight-week pray drive, a eight-week flip the switch on people who bought my book. I do a book club every Wednesday. This is unheard of. Authors don't do this stuff. I'm like, tell you what, everybody who bought my book, I'm going to do eight weeks. You know why I'm doing that, guys? To get in front of people. You don't need more money. You need more people. The people have the money. Everybody get that. So anything I can do, Gary Wicker, to get in front of people, I'm going to do it, right? And I'm always going to offer people to invite them something else. So number one, I initiate a lot. That's outbound effort. Raise your hand if you think you need to be initiating a lot of outbound effort more than what you're currently doing. See in the book, you guys got the book. You know what I said? When you don't know what to do, do something. Take an action. I call them inspired impressions. When I feel like I'm supposed to reach out to somebody, I connect with them. Man, what are you trying to do? Proud of you. Good luck. Best of luck. Keep working. When you look at people who are doing over 100 transactions a year, like my top agent right now with a team is doing two, 219 to 250. 
You know what they do? They just get in there all day long, get on the phones and call people, talk to people, touch base with people. Said, who do I call? Current clients, past clients, future clients, strategic partners. They just contact people and talk to people. Man, I love doing business with you. Thank you for doing this. What are you trying to do this year? Prey drive is instinct. Like an animal pursuing. The lion goes into the jungle. It doesn't sit there all day like this. It's like, man, I hope, hope somebody comes over so I can eat, eat it. <laughs> it, it. It pursues, right? Well, that's not what salespeople do. They sit and they wait. I hope somebody calls. I hope somebody wants to list a house. I hope somebody calls on that house. I hope somebody does this, right? That's not a good strategy. So number one, I initiate. Number two, I connect with people. See, I've changed my mind about selling. It's not hard. It's not complicated. It's not miserable. I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to make prospecting fun. I'm going to laugh with people. I'm going to joke with people. I'm going to have fun with people. I'm going to be loose. I'm going to be loose. I'm not going to be tight. Okay. I'm going to be loose. So I'm going to connect with people. Where are you located? Oh, Georgia. I love that part of Georgia. I'm coming to Georgia in the next couple of months. Now I got one real, uh, one important question for you. See, then I'm going to locate their ambition. Step three. I'm going to locate their ambition. Okay. I'm going to locate their ambition. Everybody's trying to do something. And if you if it's not a, a, a real if it's not a transaction, they're trying to do something, connect them to somebody, create value for somebody, bring encouragement to somebody, bring an energy to somebody. See, when in doubt, take an action. Okay. And mine is typically 35 to 45 actions a day. 35 to 40 action, 45 actions a day. Text, voice text, video, follow-up encouragement, Instagram message, Facebook message, full contact, the pro. See, I don't listen to my feelings. What if I woke up today and said, man, I don't feel like prospecting. I don't feel like following up. I don't feel like engaging with clients. I don't feel like doing Zooms. I don't feel like, well, the football player making 10 million a year don't feel like getting hit that hard either. Journey don't feel like singing, don't stop believing. But they sure sing it when you go to their concert. Right or wrong. And you know why? Because they're getting paid a lot of money to sing that song. You got to think of yourself as, man, I am a freaking specialist and I'm a stone cold killing machine and I'm getting paid a lot of money to show up and be the best at what it is I do. I'm not amateur. I'm not an amateur. I'm a pro. I don't dabble. I decide. I'm not halfway in and halfway out. If I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in all the way. Okay. So the third thing I do is I locate people's dreams and ambitions. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? Okay. And once I know what you're trying to do, then I know I can help you. Now, once a person tells me what they're trying to do, I then invite them to take an action. Or I say this, with your permission, I'm going to go to work on this. And and I'm going to bring you back something to look at. You may not like it, and it's okay. If you like it, just be honest with me. If you don't like it, okay, and I'm going to keep going until I get this across the finish line for you. Now, this is where a lot of people fall off the wagon, okay, because there's three there's three phases of prey drive, which is that instinct to pursue. It's got to be activated every day. There's got to be a persistence to it, and there's got to be an intensity to it. Everybody see that? So let's circle back on the stats I gave you. In the beginning, I told you that the average person is going to do 
by four to seven houses in their lifetime. And that each satisfied person should be worth almost six referrals. And then I ask people when I go speak, how many of those would you like to get? What do they tell me? All of them. I'd like to get all of them. Makes perfect sense. Okay. The sad part is 98% of people never follow up once the transaction is over. The word transact means to discard. You do not want to be in that category. It means I used you and I don't need you anymore. I'll call you when I need you. See, that's not what kind of relationship you want to build. You want to be transformative, which means anytime I think about what you do, you're the only person I call. See, I got a mortgage originator that I coach who, who has been with me for years. Anytime I think about purchasing something, even if it's commercial or residential, I call him. And I'm like, walk through these numbers with me. Walk through the payments. Walk through the best strategy to purchase it. Now, is that a transactional relationship or transformative relationship? See, it's transformative. Okay? So there's there's a there's an energy there. Okay? So if you say, man, I want to do this, but I don't want to call people and I don't want to talk to people and I want leads, I want to buy leads and then come in. Somebody's got to talk to somebody. It'd be like telling me teaching would be great if it wasn't for all the kids. If you say, man, I want to sell real estate, but I don't like people. Okay. Okay. Teaching would be great if it wasn't for the kids. That's what the teachers used to tell me. Well, you're in the people business. So, so there's a couple of things you got to change your mind about. Number one, I changed my mind about rejection. And I told myself there is no such thing as rejection. Some days you're at your best and you're incredible and they still don't buy. So, so here's what I tell myself about rejection. Some will, some won't. So what? I'm just going to keep on moving. I'm not going to take it personal. I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. I'm not going to whine and complain because that costs me time and energy. Just because they don't want what I have to offer doesn't mean somebody else will not want what I have to offer. I'm just going to keep moving. I'm going to keep moving. Okay. So, so the four steps of the sale is I'm going to initiate with who? Current clients, past clients, strategic partners, people I think I can help today, what I call inspired impressions. So when I get a, it's when I get a notification in my brain and in my heart, you can help those people. Everybody see that? Reach out to them. Engage with them. Not to sell them something, by the way. To connect with them. If you'll focus more on connection versus selling, you'll sell a lot more. How many of you believe that? You focus more on connecting with people, caring about people, loving on people, engaging with people, being there for people, helping people. Your, your sales numbers will go up. And in this economy, so many people are focused on selling. And that's an inward concept. I'm focused on me. What I can do to hit my numbers, what I can do to hit my goals, what I can do to make a dollar. No, the way to make more money is not focus on you. It's to focus on other people. <laughs> and the more you focus on other people, strangely enough, the more money you make. Okay, so what am I doing? I wake up every day and I go, who am I supposed to help today? Who do I need to be following up with today? Who's right there at the finish line that needs a little courage today? Who are my biggest advocates I need to be spending time with, my biggest clients I need to be loving on, engaging with? How do I 
initiate, connect, locate a problem or an ambition? And how do I invite them to take an action? Or how do I say, with your permission, I'd like to go, I'd like to go to work on this. Okay. So just change your mindset here of I'm going to sit and wait on somebody to call me to transact with me to I'm going to go out into the marketplace and I'm going to find problems. Okay. Now I had a I had a I had somebody come to my lodge once. And um here's a guy in Alabama trying to do this with me. He knows I like retreat sites. And he knew a guy who had this big retreat site. It's actually a big house that a former NFL player owned. He put a full-size football field in the backyard, full-size. Put a full-size basketball court there. He went to the guy who bought it, who lives in another state. And he said, man, how much do you stay there at your house in Alabama? He said, very seldom. He said, man, would you be open to selling that if I found a buyer? Because I know a guy who likes buying these retreat sites to do coaching events at. Got a full football field here. He's got a success school for kids where he could do success school camps in Alabama. Would you be okay if I if I went to him and asked him off market if he'd be interested in this property for a retreat site? And the dude said, man, I'd love to sell that property. You go find me a buyer for that property. So this guy comes back to me and he says, you know what? He said five million. I think he'll take 3.5. Because he wants to get rid of it and he don't have any use for it. And it's just sitting there. Everybody see that. Now, what is he doing? Initiating. He's not sitting and waiting. Now, if you said, what would I? Okay. So, Gabriella, if you said, what would I want him to do more of? Guess what I would tell you? Follow up. Once he presents the idea to me, what should be his next step? Get me to the property in Alabama. Everybody see that? The next step should be follow up until he gets me to that property because the likelihood of me buying it without looking at it is minimal. So, so what he should be doing is, hey, coach, man, I'd love to get you down to Alabama. When's a good day? I'd like to treat you to lunch, take you to some good barbecue. Y'all got barbecue in Alabama? Okay. Barbecue and grits. Okay. Take you to a Cracker Barrel. That's what we got in Tennessee. Now, now here's the deal. Coach, I'd like to take you to lunch and show you this property. And if you're coming down to Alabama, I'd like to show you two or three more retreat sites that I found for you. Now, does he increase the probability of making a sale or decrease the probability of making a sale by doing that? Yes or no? See, we're so stuck in an old model, which is I sit and wait. I don't create. Okay. And if you don't take anything from this first session, quit waiting and start creating. Okay. The way I create speaking engagements is I don't sit and wait on them. I follow up with people. Hey, Stacy, man, when you're doing that big event, when would you like old coach to come back and do it again for you? Because I love them people. Okay. Then I get down there and I meet people. Hey, man, do you have a team? Would you like me to work with your team? Hey, the, the fairway lending folks, man, thank you for buying a copy of my book for everybody. Would you like to, was this a good experience for you? Okay, man, why don't we do some coaching sessions for, for agents? Brought to them by Fairway Lending. See where I'm going with this? See, what I do is I'm in the creation business. I'm not in the waiting business. I don't sit and wait. I go out into the marketplace and I create. Okay? So so does anybody have any questions on that piece right there, the four steps of the sale? Because we're going pro today. We're leaving our amateur desires behind. All right? As a raise of hands, how many of you are touching 35 to 45 people per day in some kind of communication? I see one way back there in the back at Russell's office. Okay. Anybody else? All right. Everybody else is going to have to run sprints when we get done with this session for at least 30 minutes. I'm talking suicide sprints. 
Okay. I'm talking where you got to touch the line. You're exhausted when you're done. If you don't touch the line, we're going to run some more. Now, here's a good day. Okay. This is the pro. When I first retired from coaching basketball, I got hired by the number one, uh, one of the, I, I think the number one agent in South Carolina. And he came to Nashville one night and we went to dinner with a bunch of agents. Okay. So, so I'll come back, Bonnie, and, and, and highlight those. And he said to me, I'm hiring you to be my coach. And I said, why? Why are you hiring me? He said, because I'm bored. And I said, bored of what? He said, kicking everybody's butt. He said, I wake up, I kick everybody's butt in Clemson, South Carolina. And then I, and then I, I go to bed and I wake up. I've been doing it for years, coach. He said, I need to, I need to reactivate my drive. So he paid me to come to Clemson, South Carolina. We'd have dinner the night before. And then I meet with, he said, look, here's the deal. I meet with my team every morning at 830. Every morning. We talk about the day, what we're doing, who we're calling, who we're following up with. Then from 9 to 11, I do nothing but prospecting. No meetings, no calls, no nothing. I do not want to do anything during that period from 9 to 11. Then at 11.30, I go eat lunch, always with somebody, somebody influential, a strategic partner, a key player in the community. Then in the afternoon, I go out and solve all the real estate problems. I ride around, I look at properties, I talk to people, I get on the phones. That is a day. He said, this is my day every day. Show up at 8, meet with my team at 8.30, prospect from 9 to 11, have lunch with somebody influential, and then solve problems in the afternoon. He made $1.7 million a year selling real estate. I came in and coached him for a year. He went from 125 transactions to 175. We picked up 50 more in the one year that I coached him. Mainly because I brought some new strategy, woke him up, reactivated his drive. He was 43 years old. Okay, now, what am I telling you? Guess what I got to see, guys, when I work with him? A pro. That's what a pro looks like. Hard schedule, shows up consistently, prospects two hours, solves problems. Always, never eats alone. Now, I like eating alone every now and then. What about you guys? See, sometimes I like eating alone. But he said, I never eat alone. Never. There was a book written on this called Never Eat Alone. And it was about meeting with people, taking meetings with people, doing business with each other. Okay. So the four steps of the sale are I initiate, I connect, I locate their problems or ambitions, and I invite them to take an action. With your permission, let's go look at this. See, the agent in Alabama is doing a great job. What he's not doing is following up with me. Like he should. Now, how many times should we be following up? Jan Collins, how many times should we be following up? Okay, where's Jan at? Raise your hand, Jan. There you are back there in the back. Okay, seven to 15 touches. Come up here, Jan. Turn your microphone on. All right, good. Okay. Now, see see the agent has, has created a lead. He's done a good job. He initiated. He connected, he located a desire I have, which is to buy these cool real, real estate properties. And he presented an idea to me. He invited me to take an action. What he could do better is what? Follow up. Follow up. Follow up, follow yeah. up in, until when? So you buy or die. Exactly right. He should follow up to the maturation of the lead. That means until... I make a decision. The word decide means to kill something off. 
The word decision means to cut something away. Okay, I'm following up until I think there is no opportunity left here. Okay, I may go to Alabama and look at that property and go, no, I would never buy that one. What else you got? Then he takes me and shows me something else. See, I'm going to keep going in my follow-up. Okay, now, if I get to touch number seven in my follow-up, here's what I say. Have you given up on this? I send a simple text message and say, man, have you given up on this? I'm fighting for you. I believe in you. I want to help you. I went out and found what you're looking for. I'm bringing you what you need on a silver platter. Okay. But for some reason, I can't get you to take action. I initiated. I connected. I located. I invited. Does everybody see that? And then I follow up. Now, I put in my notes. Selling is solving problems. The purpose of the follow-up is to find a problem people are willing to spend money to solve. So I ask a man on a scale of one to 10, how serious are you about solving this problem? Well, I'm just looking, just looking. Okay, I understand. So you'd say you're probably at a four or five on serious level. Yeah, maybe. If I brought you something that was perfect, would you move to an eight or nine? If I brought you something you could not turn down, would you get serious about this? With your permission, I'm going to keep going and finding what you're looking for, and I'm going to keep bringing it back to you until you make a decision, which means to kill something off. Does everybody see that? And I'm going to keep feeding you information. I'm going to feed you information. And I'm going to keep going until you say, you know what? I'm just not interested right now. It's okay. I was negotiating a couple of years ago with the guy who's worth $100 million on some real estate deals. And he would always say this. He never got mad. He never lost his composure. Here's what he would say. Coach, when you're ready, I'll be ready. When you're ready, I'll be ready. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep following up with you. I'm going to keep presenting ideas to you. I'm going to keep presenting opportunity to you. And when, when something hits that you want, just come see me, man. When you're ready, I'll be ready. So the pro, the habits of the pro is they never show up without knowing who they're going to be calling the next day. Number one, they always sit down at night and map it out. Okay. They always sit down at night and they always map it out. Okay. They come into the day and they have a hard schedule of when they're going to be prospecting. Okay. I was trained by this Marine for a period of time who was my personal trainer. I had a Marine and I had a former MMA fighter uh, from Mexico that I hired. I paid the guy 45 grand a year to travel with me everywhere I went to make sure I would work out like I needed to. And uh, the Marine used to say, when I showed up in the morning, he would say, Mr. Burt, Number one, he would say, good morning, ladies. It's a group of men that came in. He'd say, good morning, ladies. I'd say, we'd say, good morning, sir. And he'd say, about time you get your mind ready for what your body's about to do. It's about time that you get your mind ready for what your body's about to do. This is what prospecting is. I got to get my mind ready for what my body's about to do. For the next two hours, 
I'm going to touch and tag and follow up and I'm going to make it fun and exciting and we're going to get wins and right. And I'm going to write my mind is in a good place and this is going to be incredible. This is going to be a great thing today. Okay, we're going to sell some uh, real estate. We're going to sell some financial services. We're going to sell some of this, right? Like today's going to be a good day. And from nine to 11, I'm going to hit 35 to 45 people every day. Because your mind's going to tell your body, I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to do this. Right, Kel Williams? And what you got to say is you got to go, nope, I ain't going there today. Okay, so the pro maps out the day the night before, always. The pro sets a hard schedule. The pro sets a number of people they're going to touch and tag. That could be a voice text, follow-up, video. The pro goes until they see the lead through to the logical conclusion of the lead. Bonnie, you with me? Okay. We're going to go till we see it through to its conclusion. Okay. And then after we make a sale, we're going to focus on engagement and follow up like crazy. So I asked that agent in South Carolina, how do you follow up after the sale? Here's what he said, Eric Tips. Tibbs, he said this, day of, I celebrate with them. I call them, right? When a person buys a house, buyer's remorse kicks in within 30 seconds after signing the papers. He said the best real estate agents after the closing call the person who bought the house back and say, man, I'm so proud of you. This is such a big day for you. Congratulations. I was honored to work with you on this. On, on this. That's what the best ones do. He said, then I follow up two days later. How's it going? You need anything from me? Let me help you get everything together. Is there any loose ends we need to tie up? He said, then I follow up two weeks after. Are you loving it? Do your kids like it? How's it going? Then he said, I follow up two months after. And I stay engaged with them after that. Why? Because they're going to buy four to seven touches. Okay. They're going to buy four to seven houses. They're going to be worth six referrals. Follow up and engage like crazy. These are, these are habits of the pros. Okay. This is what the pro does. <clears throat> now, a uh, few of you are asking about what if I don't have that many people to follow up with and in my spirit network, we got to grow that. We got to grow that. Because you don't need more money, you need more people. And anything you can do to create people. And in session number four, we're going to do all selling, all lead generation and all selling. Okay. Now, how many of you can see where maybe in some parts of your career, you've been a little bit of an amateur and you need to go pro if you want to make the pro money? Okay. Uh, like I said, I'm down here coaching a husband and wife did 20 million in the first quarter, first three months of this year. Okay, so so I, I know what the pros do. And the pros have habits of pros. Okay, those are the habits of pros. Now, I'm going to finish this session with a tool that I like to give a lot of my coaching students that I mentioned in Orlando for the people who saw me speak there. Some of you saw me in Virginia. Uh, and it's called the sewer cycle versus the success cycle. And this is one of my favorite tools. Okay, so if you're taking notes, I want you to write this cycle down. The sewer cycle is when your mind goes, 
to negative town. And this is what actually happens. You start with one negative thought. It's going to be a bad, it's going to be a hard day, man. Look at the economy. Look at the rates. I can't believe what the government's doing. They're making, look at what the Fed did yesterday. Look at this right here. That one negative thought produces an unconscious negative emotion. This is going to be hard. Uh, worry, doubt, fear, anxiety, insecurity. That produces a tightness in the body. It actually emotion it taxes the body, releases cortisol. Body tightens up. Now, now, guess what that produces? Low or negative performance. It's like I got to make a sale. I got right. I have to. And I call that the sewer cycle. This was based on the work by the psychologist at West Point. Okay, it's a simple tool. How many of you gone to the sewer cycle in the last 90 days? Raise your hand, please. Okay. The success cycle starts with one positive thought. It's going to be a great day. This is going to be fun. I know how to win. I am one of the top people in the world. I am doing this with great success. Toward my number. Okay. My business is explosive and dynamic. See, that starts one positive thought. Guess what happens then? The body produces unconscious positive emotions, excitement, enthusiasm, energy. It's dynamic. It's fun, right? Joy chemicals. That actually loosens the body up. It's like, all right, man, let's do this because we know how to win. Guess what kind of performance that produces? High performance. And I use this example in one of my speaking engagements. College basketball coach calls me, says my top player can't score. It's like you not being able to make a sale. And every day you wake up and go, oh, my God, I'm not making any sales. Oh, my God, I lost my, I've lost my mojo. Oh, my God, man, world's coming to an end. Oh, my God, right? You go straight to the sewer cycle. Call it negative town. This girl had surgery. She's the number one scorer. She knows how to win. She was recruited, best recruit. Coach says she can't make a shot. Will you spend time with her? I said, just give me 15 minutes with her. First question, what do you think about before you shoot? You know what she said? Why am I letting my team down? Why can't I make shots? Why am I so tight? Why is it not working like it used to? See? I said, girl, when you're open, I want you to let it fly. I don't even want you to think. Do you know how to win? Yes. I said, I want you to tell yourself, I'm a winner. I know how to win. I've scored more points than anybody else in my high school in the history of that school. And nobody knows how to shoot basketball better than me. Right? I said, that's what I want you thinking before you shoot, except I don't even want you thinking. I just want you to shoot it. Her coach called me a few weeks later and said, we just won the OVC championship. And she was our number one scorer. She said, so I don't know what it is you did with her, but thank you. I said, I taught her one simple tool, the success cycle versus the sewer cycle. Okay. And this is what you got to remember. 
I don't want to go to negative town. I'm going to stay over here. So how do you do that? You talk to yourself in first person. I am the best at what I do. I am selling at a very high level. I am hitting my numbers with great success. It's highly profitable and it's highly enjoyable. It's precise. I'm going to talk to 35 people today. They're going to be excited to hear from me. Okay. It's explosive, right? It's power language. Man, I'm winning. I'm not losing. You say, why is this important? What if I told you that even though I write positive books, I can be negative? What if I told you that I wake up in the morning just like you do, tired, frustrated, irritated? I got three kids. I got a wife. What if I told you that I have to flip the switch and activate my prey drive to go into battle every day just like you do? Okay. And you guys are selling houses and, and other things. I'm selling coaching. It's just as hard to sell coaching as it is to sell a house today. Everybody understand that? Okay. It's just as hard to sell what I'm selling as what you're selling. But I just keep going until I find a way to win. Okay. So King David in the Bible had a mindset. It's going to be a fight, but we're going to find a way to win. Okay. And this is what I tell myself. It's going to be harder than I thought it was. It's going to take longer than I thought it was. It may cost more than I thought it was. May have to sacrifice more to get to where I'm trying to go. But guess what? I'm going to find a way to win. And this is what you got to tell yourself every day. Now, today's session is about one thing, making a decision to leave your amateur desires behind and go pro and have the habits of a pro. You see, I was looking on that Wall Street Journal bestseller list. And uh, Atomic Habits, that's a guy I've been competing against, James Clear, with my book, my new book that's out. Because James Clear wrote the book Atomic Habits. It's in the top 10 every freaking week. Makes me mad, folks. When you write a book and compete against him, it's in there every week. I'm like, this dude never, never goes away. But you know why? And Adam is a small thing. And what he's teaching people in that book is to have small daily habits that over time become a way of life. Everybody see that? And in the book, I'll close with this. He talks about a guy who got up in the morning and went to the gym, but he only stayed for five minutes. And everybody laughs. And he's like, well, how could you get better in five minutes? How could you get right? Let me tell you what that dude was doing. He was building the habit of getting up, getting his butt out of bed, getting dressed, and driving to the gym. Is that a habit? Yes or no? Because you can't stay 15 minutes if you don't even get there. <laughs> so what he's saying in that book is if you just start with small habits, I'm going to prospect for the next hour uninterrupted. I'm going to call every one of my past clients. I'm going to engage with people. I'm going to get on there and do, do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow up seven to 15 times. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to show up and, and do this from nine to 11. I'm not going to be distracted. What he's saying is these are habits of champions. Notice that they notice he didn't say they love doing these things. They just develop these certain habits. And, and I call that going pro. You're leaving your amateur desires behind. And you're making a decision to go pro. And part of going pro is the success cycle versus the sewer cycle. Okay.
Now, was this a good session for you today? Feel like you went to the doctor? Okay, and he gave you a little pep talk and a little vitamin B shot. Okay, good. Well, I was trying to think of vitamin D. What we need is vitamin E and vitamin D. Okay, now what we're going to be doing, if you have questions for me, okay, why don't you send those questions to mark at coachbert.com? Okay, mark at coachbert.com, M A R K. He's on here with us today. If you have a, a, something else you want me to do, speak to your team, do something else, send those into mark at coachbert.com. Okay, because we want this to be a big success for you. We will send all the replays out and uh, I will send my notes out as well. So everybody will have my notes for the session today. Here's what I see. First week, everybody's excited. Everybody's like, let's go. Let's do this. 100 people on. Next week, 60 people's on. It's like, well, you know, coach, little bald headed, positive dude. Like, I don't need that today because I got this figured out. Okay. Then the numbers go down. Don't let that happen to you, man. If you're going to go pro, you got to show up, get to training. Okay. You got to show up and get to training every single week. And I promise you, the pro comes open minded. I'm going to grab something. How many of you like the sewer cycle versus the success cycle? That's a good tool for you. Okay. Good. So next week, same time, same place, same Zoom link. Okay. We don't change the Zoom link. We don't want to complicate it for folks. Okay. Same Zoom link. We'll send you the replays. I want you guys to have a great week. I know we're right up on time at 11 o'clock. So thank you. God bless you. Let's go crush it this week.